when it comes to branding for authors, you've got to know what a brand is, what it's not, and where and how a brand actually originates. And the importance of being intentional and authentic with that brand. That and more is what we're talking about today. It's all coming up now. Welcome to Get Your Book Done. I'm your host, Christine Closer, a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestselling author, award-winning publisher, and book writing coach to thousands. I love helping aspiring nonfiction authors write, publish, and promote their best books because there's nothing more powerful than writing a book to transform your life, your readers' lives, your business, and ultimately the world with your message. So let's get started. If you've decided you want to write a book, but every time you try to move forward, that nasty voice in your head just fills you with confusion and self-doubt, you're not alone. In fact, almost every aspiring author I've met has told me they get played with the same paralyzing thoughts. But I have good news for you. It doesn't have to be this way. We've created four powerful programs and services to help you get your book done this year without the struggle. Our proven processes have helped more than a thousand authors get their books written and published, and it's your turn. So if you're ready to get unstuck, I invite you to schedule a complimentary consultation with us. We'll determine what your biggest obstacles are and recommend the program or service that's the right fit for you to finally get your book done. The confidence and clarity that you desire is literally just one phone call away. To book your consultation, visit bookstrategysession.com. Again, that's bookstrategysession.com. Let's do this. Welcome to today's exciting episode on branding for authors. And I'm super excited that I have with me Stephen Larmer. Um, I met Stephen about a couple years ago at the last live event that I attended, literally, Um, The last day of the event was the day that the world was shutting down and schools were closing and airports were empty. Um, That is when I met Stephen a couple of years ago. And he is someone that I have personally worked with to help develop some things to help further my brand um, in the marketplace. So it's just really fun that I get to bring him to you here today. Um, He, for 30 years, has been creating customer experiences in the branding arena um, for some of the top 100 companies in the world to small businesses, kind of like mine. Um, He now really focuses on working with entrepreneurs like authors and coaches like you to move from like that feeling of unsurety to being totally ready to launch their book and their business with clarity and confidence through what he does is done for you services so that you can really kind of package yourself and your brand successfully. So we've got just the right person here today to talk about this topic on branding for authors. So welcome, Stephen. Thank you, Christine. I really appreciate you having here to speak about this. I'm excited to uh, to speak with you, catch up with you and, and share whatever I can that might help your audience. Excellent. You know, because branding is so important. I think, especially in today's world where everything is like online more and more is virtual, although we're starting to get out more, right. Um, there's so much virtual and like people don't understand the power and the importance of 
brand and branding. Um, Cause if you don't do it intentionally, like other people do it for you through their experience of you, and that cannot always be a great thing um, for those of you who want to really create a rock solid, you know, legendary brand. So let's first talk and make sure we're all on the same page. Like what is a brand? Like imagine that someone listening, like really hasn't explored branding at all. Um, how would you put in the most basic kind of um, terms and understanding? So we're all on the same page. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, that's an excellent question. It's a great place to start. Um, you know, where I actually like to start um, to make it as easily comprehensible as possible is let's, let's actually just clear the air on what a brand is not. A brand is not your logo. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, we all tend to get, right? <laughs> yeah, like so many people are like, oh, I have to get my logo done. And they think that that's their brand. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. So, yep. yeah. Exactly. And, you know, I, I love a good logo. I've designed, you know, gosh, I don't know how many logos at this point in my life. I, and I love logo design. I love that process. Um, you know, and having a, a beautiful logo, an effective logo, an impactful logo is really, really important. Um, but it's not your brand, and it's not even where to start with your brand. Um, one of the realizations I had a little while ago that I thought was really interesting is we tend to think of a logo as a brand. Why do we do that? It's because when we see a logo, we think about all that brand's values, right? When you see the Apple logo, you think of innovation, you think of human touch, you know, you think of, you know, all the characteristics of that brand. When you see the Nike swoosh, or you see the Virgin Airlines or Virgin Cruise Lines or whatever it might be, like all of these different, you know, things immediately pop into your head about what that brand is, but it actually happened in reverse. There was this whole thing that happened, this whole relationship that was built, story that was told, where all of these uh, elements of what is a brand um, was given to you, taught to you, you know, placed inside your mind. Um, and then now, you know, through the brilliance of our brain, we now associate it immediately when we see the Apple logo or when we see the Nike swoosh. Because um, what your brand really is, is how you're perceived in the mind of your audience. It's a memory, right? Um, and the easiest way to create a memory um, or uh, you know, for us to remember anything, right, is uh, to tell a story or to be told a story. So, and, and you know, as authors, you guys will love this, right? It's a brand is really storytelling. Your brand mm. is a story. So that's, that's my super simple answer on what is a brand. It's a story, right? Um, you know, but I like to break it down a little further because it's a story that has two parts. It has a visual story and it has a verbal story, um, you know, and uh, it's told, like I was saying, like over multiple touch points. Um, so over time, that story actually turns into a relationship. And then that relationship um, is where you're able as the receiver to kind of understand all the values that that brand's trying to communicate with you. And then you actually package it together in your mind as this kind of cohesive group of elements. And then we do that beautiful thing of attaching it back to some sort of symbol, some sort of instant recognition thing, which tends to be the logo. Um, it's also a lot of other things. I don't know if you've ever had that experience where you're watching a TV commercial or you're flipping through a magazine. And the second you see the colors, the font, the way the photography or video is being shot, um, 
you don't even have to see the logo yet and you already know, oh, this is an Apple commercial. Oh, this is a Nike commercial. Oh, this is a, you know, whatever the brand might be that you're a fan of usually, right? You know, we, we carry those stories with us because there's a resonance there. There's a connection to it. Um, so I'll, I'll pause there for a second if that elicits any comments or questions. Well, it just makes a whole lot of sense. And I feel like for those of you that might be newer to branding, um, and have, you know, thought, oh, you know, it's my logo. I really hope that you're getting, you know, what Steven's kind of laying down here about there's a whole process that happens so that that logo or whatever that visual expression in the world is, um, is reflective of the deeper, um, you know, aspects that really represent you as an author, you as a messenger, you possibly as a coach consultant, um, in the world and that the brand starts there in that depth and then comes, you know, and then comes to, to life and usability through something called a, you know, a logo or whether it is, you know, a video that kind of, um, you know, exemplifies and showcases your work. Like that's all uh, what the outside is, but the, the inner work, the deeper work is really where the brand comes from. Um, and there was something you said earlier and also that I touched on um, about the brand really like living in the mind or heart of the viewer of the brand, the person who experiences the brand, right? Not you as the originator, but, but like your brand is determined by someone else's interpretation, experience, what have you. Can you say anything more about that before we move on? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, that's, that's the interesting part. You know, we, we do our part, right, as the brand creator, you know, the owner of the business, the author, whoever, you know, whoever you might be, you know, you do your part in creating that brand intentionally. Um, but ultimately, it ends up in the mind of the person you're communicating it with. Um, so that's, um, that's part, and I think we, we could probably speak about this a little bit later, but that's part of why it's so important to be intentional about how you go through the steps that it takes to create a brand. Um, yeah, because ultimately it's carried around in the mind of the consumer. It's like when I say, it, you know, it's a story. It's not a story that you write once and stick on your website and you're done, your brand is done. Um, like I was saying, it's, it's those multiple touch points over time, touch points being anything and anywhere someone might have the opportunity to engage with you, you know, whether it's directly engaging with you or, in, or indirectly through whatever it might be, your website, social media, um, you know, all the different digital presences and non-digital real life presences that we have out there. Um, you know, those, those are all those little seeds that we get to plant inside the mind of someone we're trying to nurture that relationship with. Um, and over time, that story gets built and gets held within the mind of that audience um, as, as your brand. Awesome. Thank you. And I'm just going to actually invite you listening right now to just kind of think about one or, you know, at least one of your own favorite brands, right? And right away, you can probably come up with like, oh yeah, I really love, you know, for me, it's Athleta. Like I love Athleta clothing. <laughs> it's probably the first brand mm -hmm. that I ever really felt connected with. I'm like, yes, like that's me. Um, you know, and there's a very personal relationship that I have with that brand and what it means, you know, for me. So as you just take a moment to think for yourself, right? What, like, what brands do you resonate with? And then you could even, you know, contemplate, well, hmm, why? Like, how did that relationship with that brand start? But 
like that brand has life inside of you. And what we want for you as you go through this process of branding for yourself as an author is we want people to be able to think of you, right? And have that instant feeling of, of personal connection and a sense inside of themselves of what your brand means to them, right? Like the brand lives inside of them, not in, well, of course it lives inside of you, at least if you're creating a brand that's aligned with who you are, which if you're listening to me and a part of my world, hopefully you're doing that. Um, so just, you know, sometimes thinking about your own um, personal preferences and brands can help you understand, oh yeah, like I get it now. Like, are you a Starbucks person or a Dunkin' Donuts, you know, Dunkin' coffee person, right? Like you have a relationship with those that's brands. A great yeah, it's a great exercise, you know, Christine, because, um, you know, you used the word intentional, you know, earlier around creating a brand and that's that idea of being intentional. You know, one of the best ways to learn about how to create your own brand is to look at other brands, um, look at why they resonate with you, look at why they don't resonate with you, um, you know, look at what it is they're doing to accomplish that. Um, you know, I, I, I have a whole framework that I take people through that elicits all of that, um, but it's a, that is a great exercise. Um, you know, you said, you said something really key um, to what creates an effective brand. And it's the ability to intentionally tell that story in such a way that the person on the other side of it does exactly what you said about Athleta is that's me. If you can get someone to that place where they're looking at your brand and they're going, that's me, then you've done a really, really great job of creating your brand. Mm, well, Athleta has done a good job with their brand because that's me yeah, and I are. tell everyone about it. And then my friends are like, you know, yeah. thank you for telling me about Athleta. Like that's me. So yeah, it does definitely yeah. propagate. So, which kind of leads me to the next question. Like, does every author need a brand? Yeah, that's a great question uh, as well. And I, I get asked that often, you know, oh, do, I, do I really need a brand? Um, and, you know, interestingly, just like your original question, what is a brand? Let's start, you know, with what it's not. There's another twist to this as well. And the, the crazy thing about that is it's not do you need a brand. Crazy part, you already have one. Everyone has a brand. Even if you're not in business, you have a brand. You know, there, for a long time, there was a lot of things going around out there where people were calling it a personal brand. You know, if you were a celebrity, you had a personal brand. You were a rock star, you had a personal brand. You're a movie star, you had a personal brand. But whether we call it a personal brand or a brand, everybody has a brand, right? Because your brand is your story and your story is being told. And the crazy thing with the way we live now is, is we live a lot of our lives out in the open, right? We're posting stuff to social media constantly. That's your brand. That's your story. Like I could figure out who someone is just by looking them up, checking out their social media, checking out whatever else pops up on Google on them. All of a sudden now I have this whole story around who this person is. Um, so, you know, the question really isn't so much like, do I need a brand as much as is it, are you being intentional about the brand that is being created or are you just letting it happen by default? Um, and often, you know, most of us are not being intentional about it because it's just not, you know, no one ever really told us, you know, that we needed to be intentional about it. But um, now more than ever, it's really, it's really important um, to not let it happen by default. Because often what will happen, you know, 
by default, we're just living our lives, just doing whatever. We're putting a lot of stuff out there, a lot of information out there. And what it would end up doing for someone who's now kind of got a focus in their life, they're doing something, they're writing a book, they're launching a business, they're doing something of focus. Um, that kind of overload of information that's out there about us, that sort of is our, our brand by default, becomes confusing. Um, because it's not focused on the one thing we're trying to accomplish. Now, there are definitely people out there that are very focused people in life, and their default brand is pretty focused. Um, but again, you know, the goal would be, well, let's, let's be intentional, let's be conscious of that. And the problem with a confusing brand or a confusing story, and I heard this from a, one of the gurus in marketing, you know, many decades ago, I had a chance um, to have, go out to lunch with him. And he said to me, a confused shopper doesn't buy. And that really stuck with me. And, you know, what it, you know, obviously what that means is, you know, if you leave someone who's trying to make a decision to commit to whatever it might be, purchasing your book, signing up for some coaching with you, you know, uh, purchasing your course, whatever that purchase decision is that needs to be made, if they're confused, they're not going to buy. Um, you know, we, we buy uh, when we trust what it is that we're about to invest in, whether it's a $10 investment or a $10,000 investment, right? It's, it's always this relationship that's been nurtured to the point and the place where we now trust. And if we trust, then we'll take that next step. We'll engage in that way. We'll show that we have that trust by making that purchase. So, that's why um, I always tell people, yeah, you already have a brand. The question now is, is you know, are we going to be more intentional about it? Are we going to get focused about it? Um, because with focus comes a really powerful brand, um, you know. And like anything in life, right, that you're trying to be intentional about, um, you have to be disciplined, right? You know, it's, if you're being intentional about, you know, your physical health. That doesn't happen by default, right? It happens through discipline. You know, you mm. eat the right foods, you exercise regularly, you know, you do what it is you need to do to get to that, uh, accomplishing that goal. Like the discipline has to be there. And in building a brand, it's pretty similar. You need discipline or what I like to call it is a framework. And that's, you know, that's what we've worked on, you know, over the decades of doing what I've been doing. And more recently, like you were saying earlier, you know, focusing on entrepreneurs and small business people, authors, coaches, we have a very specific framework now that we employ when we work with them, um, you know, that kind of puts those guardrails on uh, what a brand is, right? And it's made up, like I was saying, of a verbal story and a visual story. So like, for instance, on the verbal side of the framework, we would build out what we call a vision statement, a brand statement, tone and voice, your ideal client persona, and your story, which is your personal transformation story. And I could, you know, I don't know, we might not have time on this podcast to dig into each one of those things, um, but they're, they're really interesting in terms of how they got developed and and the effect they have when you employ that into your brand. And then the visual side is the side where most of us are a little more familiar with, which is your logo and your fonts and your color palette and your photo, you know, your photographic style, any supporting artwork that might be a part of your brand. Um, and then just kind of outside of that is um, having your own framework for how you get done, what you get done with your clients and your offers. You know, your offers are, um, you know, 
whatever it is maybe you're selling. You know, an offer could be I'm selling a course, I'm selling a book, and I'm selling one-to-one coaching or I'm selling group coaching. So those are your offers. Um, that, that's the framework that I use to help people be intentional about building a brand that can become powerful and effective because it's, it's niched down and it's focused and it's the opposite of confusing then. It's, it's believable, it's trustworthy. And the most important part that I do when I work with my clients now is we build an authentic brand. Back in the day when I was building brands and doing work for some of those Fortune 100 companies, it wasn't about authenticity. It was about recognizing a need in the marketplace, developing a product that met that need, and then getting that product out there in as big a way as possible. Mm. Um, Now, brands are much more about authenticity. Definitely the smaller personal brands, you know, the author brands and the coach brands are much more about authenticity. And I lean really heavily into that because I'm a huge fan and a huge believer that truth sells, truth resonates. So be authentic, be truthful, um, and you will attract your tribe. You know, you will get the clients and the types of people you want to work with. And even your big brands now are leaning into that because your big brands are on social media. Your big brands are showing one-to-one personal relationships in, in their communications. And that's why you're able to take a step back from Athleta and go, hey, that's me. There's actually a personal connection there, a personal relationship you feel. Even with a big brand, it can be accomplished. Um, but definitely, definitely can be accomplished with, um, you know, with us, with us, the entrepreneurs and small business people out there. Authenticity is key. Yeah. Authenticity and not letting it happen by default. Like that's the other thing that I heard it's happening, right? Like your brand is happening. (laughs) Do you want to have some, you know, control and be intentional about what that brand is and how people, you know, perceive you and experience you in the marketplace or, you know, like, do you want to be haphazard and happening by default? I think we know the answer to that question. So the next question I want to ask just real quick, um, couple quick pointers on how an author can put that brand into action. Yeah. You know, the, for me, it's, it's a one, two, you know, step process. You have to do that foundational brand work first that I was talking about of moving through that framework, developing your vision statement, your brand statement, your brand statement is really just the statement of how do you move the person you work with through the transformation? How do you move them from the point A, which is the pain or the frustration, the challenges they're facing, to point B, which is their goals, their desires, their hopes, where they want to be, right? So how do you do that? You need to develop a statement that explains your unique position in the marketplace of how you do that. Um, you know, ideal client persona, you have to you have to know who you're talking to. You have to get really, really specific about who your ideal client is because that guides every decision you make in the way in which you build your brand because that's the person you want to develop a relationship with. Think about it on a personal level, your spouse or your significant other in your life or one of your kids or one of your parents. Like, you know that person really well. The better you know that person, the better you are at giving them gifts, the better you are at hanging out with them at dinner time or on a vacation together. Like, the more you understand who that person is, the more true and beautiful and connected that relationship becomes. It's the same thing with branding. Um, And then once you've got those foundational elements in place, then you can roll it out into the more tactile um, tools that are out there, like having a a kick-ass presentation, having a website, um, having funnels or pipelines, depending on what people refer to them as, but those are really just kind of specific landing pages that pushes a specific 
service or product and then gets followed up with a whole series of emails, so funnels and pipeline, social media. Social media is a fantastic area to put your brand into action. And those are kind of like all the sales and marketing, you know, tools and materials, that side of putting your brand into action. And then the other side of putting your brand into action is in your products. You know, whether you're developing a course, whether you're authoring a book, whether you're launching a membership site or a community, um, if you're a coach and you've got tools, worksheets and, you know, videos and different things like that, instilling all of those same brand values um, that you would develop in that initial foundational branding exercise. Um, that's how you put it into action because when you do that foundational brand work first, then building all of those things, building a presentation, building a website, building a course, it becomes so much easier. It takes the stress and the worry out of building those things because typically you go into that and you start creating a presentation or you start creating a website and you start asking yourself all kinds of questions. Like, what am I trying to communicate? Who am I communicating this to? You know, is this right? Is this what they really want to hear? Is this really what I should do? And instead of having to ask yourself those questions every time you go to create another post on social media or every time you go to create another slide in your presentation deck, if you can answer all those questions up front first and put it together in your brand and in your brand guide, now you can go into your website, now you can go into your presentation and you know exactly who you're talking to and exactly what you need to say because you've got your messaging locked down, you've got your look and feel locked down. And it just makes all of those other elements so much easier for someone else to take care of for you because you know how to give them guidance or for you to take care of yourself. Awesome. Thank you so much. We've actually got more coming up. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. If you're feeling inspired by what you're hearing and want to turn your book idea into written and published reality, We've got four powerful programs and services to help you get your book done this year without the struggle. Our proven processes have helped more than a thousand authors get their books written and published. So if you're ready to get unstuck, I invite you to schedule a complimentary consultation with us. The confidence and clarity that you desire is literally just one phone call away. Visit bookstrategysession.com. Again, that's bookstrategysession.com to get your complimentary consultation scheduled and get your book done. All right, Stephen. So I've got one more question for you. And that is, you know, if there were just one golden juicy nugget on this topic of branding for authors that you want every listener to walk away with, like what is the singular most important thing you want them to get from our conversation today? Well, I think, you know, at this point, we all understand that your brand is important. Um, so I think the most important takeaway beyond that um, is when you're going through the process of creating your brand, be intentional and be authentic. Love it. Intentional and authenticity. That is what we are all about here in the Get Your Book Done community. And of course, you can head over to show notes. There is a link to go to Stephen's website. There's an opportunity to do a consult with him if you're you know, curious and want to learn more and feel like you resonate with him and his style and what he shared with you. Um, he is available as a resource. Like I said, I've worked with him before myself, so I know he does good work, but that's all available for you over on the show notes. Um, so thank you so much, Stephen, for taking your time today and for being with us. I really appreciate it. 
Absolutely. Thank you, Christine, for having me. And thank you, everybody out there who's listening. Yes. And thank you to our listeners here for being a part of this amazing Get Your Book Done community and for being the kind of person who cares enough about you and your book to take time out of your life to listen to this episode, right? Because you just took a nice big step in the direction of setting yourself up for success as a transformational author, which is what I want for you. So um, thanks for being here. And until next time, write powerfully. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Get Your Book Done. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to everything we talked about today. And if you want my help with your book, head over to christinecloser.com to learn more and get a free copy of my book, The Transformation Quadrant, which will show you how to blueprint your book in 15 minutes or less. The Get Your Book Done podcast is where the leading conversation is happening for transformational authors everywhere. And I'm grateful you tuned in.